welcome to this special episode of the Fools on the Hill podcast where we bring you the latest news and our expert opinion on the newest releases in the world of music. But that's not what we're going to do today, is it boys? <laughs> no. no we should probably have isn't. a different intro for this, shouldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, as ever, am Cal and I'm joined by the luscious Yanni and Liam. Oh, luscious Yanni. So luscious. Today we, we are going to celebrate the 10th anniversary. Yanni? Well, oh, I thought you were going to say 10 years. Ten, I'll, I'll edit that in. Years. Ten, of ten. Arctic Monkeys, fourth album, Suck It Suck Me Off. See. <laughs> <laughs> we should, we should, having preface this by um, saying we've just recorded episode 28. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you've listened to that, which you should have, Yanni's pissed. Uh, we I, I've shit show. I've already absolute shit show. <laughs> sorry, I've already welcomed sorry. this podcast on the previous one by saying that I am steaming. Um, Dom, but yeah, this is know, a classic interest. album review. Normally, we would just include this on a week where um, we have no preferred album spotlight, which was what we're doing. But we're going to separate them because money. We don't make any money. No money. But if we do, negative money. Anchor are xenophobes way. and only let Americans make money <laughs> yeah. through advertising. Exactly. Uh, so, if you want to send us money, PayPal will be a thing at some point in the future. Uh, really? It's not existing yet. No, this is a classic week. <laughs> um, I think we we will probably do this a bit more often now, and not necessarily just when we have slow weeks. Yeah, it does allow us to do this more often, like Liam We've said, and also. There's less um, restrictions because we don't have to stick with the usual format if we don't want to, mm-hmm. which is what we would normally do anyway. We'd normally yep. differ this part of the normal podcast. So all of the podcasts we... that feature the classic albums, they're going to exist still in their usual form. But this is going to be different. This is going to be a great one. You know, you might be testing the waters. You might want to suck it and see. Suck it and see. Suck yeah. it and see. You have questions. Um, see. I just want to start off by saying this is an album by Arctic Monkeys <laughs> because we haven't mentioned that yet. Um, Fourth album. It was the... Liam. Fifth album. Can you please shut up while I go through this? The fourth studio album. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, released originally on the 6th of June in 2011. That's why it's 10 years. Um, produced by James Ford. Um who is that long The time. James Ford. The James Ford. The one known as Shangri-La. No, uh, it was produced Fame. in Sound City Studios, which is where Nevermind was recorded. Lots of famous albums. Rumours. Um, I do nice. like that clip of the little behind-the-scenes of the recording of Suck It and See where he says that was quite a big uh, big one or whatever oh, it is. That was quite nice. funny. Um, this is a very different album. Off the back of Humbug... This oh, is... what an album. Come, calm down, please. For the calm audience down, at home, please. We'll get to you in a tonight. second. Oh, my God. Oh. Um, there's a lot of reverb sprinkled on this, which was a lot of criticism, I believe, uh, at the time. Um, obviously, Humbug was quite a dark album. This is like the polar opposite of that. Um, it says here, Matt Held was promising to deliver a more instant, poppy and vintage sound. Definitely vintage, I'd say. Um, mm. most of these songs were written by Alex Turner fame uh, in New York um, and some in London and I think I've I've seen somewhere where he said like this album was like 
written very differently to how he normally writes most albums, which is why it sounds the most different. At the time, I would probably say, yes, this is the most different album up until Tranquility Base. Obviously, that's now the most different. But I'd say up Mm -hmm. until AM, this is definitely the most different. Yeah, definitely. Um, And so was Humbug. (laughs) No, but I feel like there's links to Humbug from Favourite Worst and AM has callbacks kind of kind of thing i can see it but this was the most different um originally there were debates on what this album was going to be called one of which i'm not going to say because it might trigger some people especially liam um but some of the titles up for grabs oh, wow. the rain-shaped shimmer trap other the thunder circle fuzz canyon and then my personal favorite thriller now wasn't gordon brown one Oh, it might have actually been, yeah. I'm sure it? Gordon Brown was an option. The yeah. rain shame the rain shaped shimmer trap. Which obviously because there's this the B side. Well, the other thing. song, the other album title, which I'm not going to say, has of tri- triggering purposes, um, also features the Blondo Sonic at the very start of it. But yeah, Blondo Sonic being the B side yeah, to, to um, Blondo Sonic something alarm. Yeah, just from Wikipedia. That's oh, where okay. I'm currently at. Yeah, it's um, not a good name. What is... Yeah, I'm glad they didn't go with that. <laughs> it wouldn't have um, lasted very well. Um, now, one of these songs, Piles Rebel Waltz, featured on an EP a year earlier mm-hmm. uh, as a song on the soundtrack to Submarine, that song being Piles Rebel Waltz. Obviously, it's recorded with the whole band. has a slightly different feel to it. Um, but I'm sure we're going to get into all of that that was just a little introduction, so you know what we're talking about. You know what it's about. It's Sucking to See, Arctic Monkeys, fourth album. It's still good. We all still very much like it. Um, I want to go in there by starting off by saying, do we think this is aged well? A what, sorry? Do we think this is aged well? Yes. I and thought I... you said, is this a 12? Yeah, I thought you said exactly that. <laughs> I thought, um, if it's out of 12... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bit, bit weird. Uh, maybe it's a point two. Um, it's aged well. I think so. I don't think there's anything that could age badly in this album, really. Mm. If anything, I think it's aged better. Like a fine than... wine. Yes. Yes. Like a strong cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think it has. I think. I don't know if it's because. It is sandwiched Ooh. by Humbug and AM. <laughs> that that doesn't deserve arguably... enough, but we gave it enough anyway. <laughs> Very big Humbug is probably mo- like diehard Arctic Monkeys fans' favourite record. Hmm. And then AM is the most critically acclaimed. Yeah. Yeah. To be kind of sandwiched oof, between them two kind of didn't really give it any chance, really. But it's interesting because... It... Re-listening to it, it it very much stands alone. And as you said before, Yanni, it, it was it's the most different up until at least Tranquility Base. Yeah, but you can there are elements of both Humbug and Definitely AM. Humbug. Yeah, it, you can see the. It, I find this with Arctic Monkeys a lot. Well, not a lot, but I've noticed this with Arctic Monkeys <laughs> is that each album it it does bridge really well. Even if the Tranquility Base, it seems really weird. Uh, to be fair, that's probably the. The most, well, that's a biggest jump. That's a I'd lunar say with leap. that, because I knew you were going to mention that. I'd say if you yeah. listen to Last Shadow Puppets in between, mm. you would see mm-hmm. the Absolutely. bridge a lot more. But yeah, also, 
I think there's a lot of humbug in Tranquility Base. I think there's loads. I don't know if you guys think that, but I th- really think there is. Listen to it twice, um, so I can't. I can't believe uh, you. I honestly can't believe you. really you. need to get on that, Liam, because it's I just so don't. Good. I just don't. It's not, Do you know what? Not Sorry to cut, cut in. You need to grow up. <laughs> no. Boo! <laughs> Should we take us outside? I said it. Should we take you us, need to take grow us up. Go on then. I'll bash your fluffy Liam. head in. <laughs> Liam, I, I reckon you should suck it and see. Uh, no, I will suck it. Um, now or? <laughs> bit later noisy. On, Not while recording. But anyway, save that bottom. to the OnlyFans. This is a very good. This is a very good bridge record, as most of them are. But it very much stands out. Start stands out in its own way. Which is very interesting. It's yeah, it's not. Yeah. But I think that's very interesting. I think it, it's it's a very um, it's very uh, representative of this album that it can fit so well between two albums that are very different. Yeah, but fit between it well and still stand out. It it kind of hits every, every box, every target. Pew, pew. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So overall, I think we would say that this is aged well. I think that yeah, it's. If you were to listen to the whole of their discography, um, you'd probably th- say that this was the weakest at first listen. I just feel like from an outsider's perspective, I think mm. you'd probably say, no, that's Yeah, I agree. Surface yeah, level. It's a bit jangly. Yeah, but like when you dive into it and you properly listen to it, it's called definitely, well, I mean, for me, it's personally not one of my favourite songs on it, but there's like, there are some absolute bangers on here. Um, yeah. And yeah. You, I think... You d- Go on. Go on, sorry. I don't really have a point. I was just okay, that's good. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, Liam, I've never really thought about it, but yeah, it does bridge well. Yeah. You, you don't really tend to look at this album as a bridge, but it does. Mm. Um, I'd like to move on to my next question. What was everyone's first experience with this record? Can you remember? Because I couldn't vividly remember. I can sort of um, remember, because for me, this was... This came out shortly after I started listening to our Monkeys. Mm. Um, and I was still quite fresh, I think, to our Monkeys. And I remember the... See, I don't even remember there being singles beforehand. So it must have been like kind of cut in the wire. Um, I'm thinking that... I don't know, it didn't gel straight away with me. I don't think I don't remember particularly loving much of it. Um, but then as I start to listen to more Arctic Monkeys, because I say this is the beginning of my kind of journey with the band, it grew with that as well. I think. Mm. Uh, but it all stemmed from Enemy, and I remember having a cutout of the Enemy cover, I think, for this album on my wall. So that mm. was, uh, it was I around that. Too, yeah. Was a, I, yeah, I feel like there was a lot of Enemy covers when this album was out. There was yeah. one on every magazine, every single issue, there was mm. always a cover. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> um, me personally, it's actually the first time I remember, not the first time I remember Cal, but like one of the very early experiences that I uh, couldn't see Cal. Cal, you're in the room. Because um, I remember oh. you liking the Hellcat uh, Spangled Shalala. Um, yeah, and I remember that was definitely my favourite at the time. You yeah, like too. sort of yeah. like, me and you talking about or like you at least bringing it up in a conversation and i remember like overhearing it or something uh that you liked it um so yeah that's what i picture and for some reason i picture like coming off the back of pe for some reason i don't know whether like me yeah, and you probably. were walking back 
and like Morgan was probably Morgan had to be there otherwise I don't know why we'd, we might have not spoken otherwise but um, I remember you being like yeah how about Sp- uh, Spangled Shalala um, I think I remember Callum yeah. also telling me to listen to that when I was kind of on the edge so. yeah yeah. Um, and also yeah. I remember that when that band that we hit hell out of uh, <laughs> Um, <laughs> You're wildly successful. <laughs> yeah, well, what an opportunity that was. Um, we covered quite a few of the songs off this, if I remember correctly. Or we, at least I remember we we used to play them a lot because it was around that time that we'd um, we'd be in forming that band or trying to just play music um, together in a group. Um, we definitely we, don't sit down. We played those out. I remember playing Suffolk and Sea on like an open evening. We played that on acoustics. <laughs> did we? Yeah, we did. We played wow. that on acoustics. And I remember when we did like a live show in I forgot we Cohen did that. Bay. I forgot that, sorry, that acoustic. Yeah, yeah we, did we were sat the by, by the, um, the teacher's little... By the maths corridor. Yeah, like we were just around that little corner. Yeah. Yes, wow. Yeah, by the stairs. Um, wow. Anyway, yeah, we played that. And then I remember when we did the Cohen Bay here as The Perks. The Perks. All the pervs. Um, we played That's Where You're Wrong. <laughs> um, we did play That's Where You're Wrong. Bro. And I think we did that without a drummer. <laughs> no, I don't think... We didn't play that there. We played it when we played in the park. We yeah, definitely... that's what I mean. In the park in Common Bay. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant the... Oh, no, 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 no. Um, yeah, we, I think we did Yeah, play we played that, that without a drummer. And I remember being... It was a bit of a letdown because there wasn't a drummer for it. And it, it does deserve drums on that. Um, but yeah, I... And I, I, I like, can remember learning Don't Sit Down, like, because I remember it was, like, a drop D song. Mm. Um, so yeah, it felt really experimental. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cal? Um, I can't remember my actual first um, experience of it, but I vividly remember walking over Morrison's Bridge in town, in real, listening God. to Black Treacle. Mm. It was a really sunny day. I don't know where I was going or why I was on my own, but I should remember that. That's like wow. my first. When I think of this album, that's what I think of. Beautiful. And this was also, this album was the first time I saw Arctic Monkeys. Oh, I, yeah, so I remember enjoyable. you telling me about this. This is one of the cases you've been to. I remember you telling yeah. me that. Um, excuse me. Um, I'm very jealous that you went to see them at that point. It was very good. They yeah. played they played a B side, which I'm sure we'll mention lately later. And mm. oh, it's one of the best. It's just very, very good. A very good B sides, very, very good. Um now I'm gonna jump straight into this favourite track of this album. Ooh. Everyone, mm. I'll start off just hit the ball rolling. That's where you're wrong. That is my favourite track of this album. And I'd yeah, probably say and, that is yeah. that's my second favourite Arctic Monkey song behind wow. Jewel's Hand. Honestly, that's why wow. you're my favourite. Second favourite, that's my song. Strong. Wow. Boom. Calm as yours, that's where you're wrong as well. No, because oh. I have my own opinion. That's where I'm wrong. It doesn't mirror my thoughts. Um, I don't actually know what my favourite song is because there's about four that I love for different reasons. Yep. I'm the same. One yep. thing I should say is Love is a Laser Quest was the first song that I could do the tab and play along to. Wow. So that makes me feel happy. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know, you know, I think That's Where You're Wrong is definitely up there, but Suck It and See and Black Treacle are just, as as a songwriter, 
I can just, uh, who has a degree in songwriting now. Thank you very much. Oh, shut up, Callum. Come on. Yeah, I can just appreciate how great them songs are, but for pure nostalgia reasons, I've got to go with the Hellcat Spangled. Sha-la-la-la. Ian, Liam Berry. Um, I I would say I can't pick a favourite, but highlight oh, to me so are. annoying. Hell, you need shut up, Callum. <laughs> Hellcat Spangled, Sha-la-la, I really like that. Um, all my own stunts. Yeah. Then the the tri- triplet of kind of slower. Reckless Serenade, Pile Driver World, Lovers of Labor Quest, Lazy yeah. Quest. Very good. And that's where you're wrong. Yeah. I would say it's probably between. The actual favourite between Hellcat, All My Instance, and that's where you're wrong. No. I, I don't know which one I'm picking. We, uh, we mentioned how this is a good bridge album. I think the most humble song off this album is definitely All My Own Stunts. Mm hmm. Um, if it wasn't for that song, I think that this would be way more of a like a, a juxtaposition compared yeah. to the rest of the albums. Um, but that one is especially humbug, and I always forget that one. But it every time I put it on, I, I do think it's one of the best ones off the album for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I also very much library like library pictures. Um, but that's because I also enjoy playing it on guitar. Yeah. Um, which also has a strong I'm bias towards it. Uh, exactly. Uh, what did you say at the end? What are the words? It's all gibberish. Because I'm from high green. Yeah, I don't know. know. I think you just said I'm from high green. That's what it says on like online, but it doesn't sound like that, does it? Is it that song that he says it? Yeah. Oh, come on. Just email us or, yeah, or write to us because he doesn't use email. So I, I imagine he's not an email guy. I assume it's Matt saying that. I wouldn't say it's Alex. I thought it was Matt. Yeah, it was Matt. Because I don't think Alex is from High Green. I think that's the point. Matt's from High Green. Wow. Alex is from Matt uh, Damon. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so I can see, hey. Now, compared to their other works, if we were to place this amongst them, which I know is going to be difficult because every time there's like a fifth or tenth anniversary of what's well, going to be tenth anniversary of any of their albums at this point, we're always going to probably work around the order of these things. But. As it stands, where would we all place Suck It and See? In the top six. In the only, <laughs> in the only six, yeah. Um, is that Liam's answer, or is he trying to be funny? No, I wasn't trying to be funny. I was just actually just clarifying the ranking <laughs> system. Callum, thank you for everyone okay, that maybe yeah. wasn't with us. Um, Callum, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> I would rank this in fourth place. Yeah, I feel like would I would, like but to... that also feels too low for me. I, think. I also think it feels... It's very harsh, yeah. Would you like me to tell you my six, or do you not care? Yeah, go on. From lowest to highest, I'm going to go AM, which is, you know, I can be all trying to be indie and all that, but... No, we, we all agree with you that AM is the six. Yeah. I don't. Then what? Unsurprisingly, what? tranquilly basis. So. Oh, I also yeah, wouldn't yeah, put yeah. him. Oh, you are such yeah. a fucking oh, naughty word. I can't say. Can't. I think AM's pretty. No, I was going to say something. AM. So. Um, AM. Whatever people say, I am. Wow. <laughs> Suck it and see. Um, favorite was nightmare. Humbug. No, 
Tranquility Base Humbug. You almost put Tranquility Base in number one. Yeah, they, they alternate. If if you ask me tomorrow, I'd probably put Tranquility Base top. <laughs> I'm going to say, as someone. No, I'm going to put. I'm going to do it. I'm going to put Tranquility Base top. Oh, shut up, Colin. No one to hear that shit. Um, as someone who's not listened to Arkham Monkeys in a little while, and has re- very recently listened to Suck It and Sleep, this might be a bit skewer. Tranquility Base is sick. AM. Whatever people say. Hmm. Humbug's number one. Okay. So second and third is between favorite worst nightmare and suck it and see. Okay. And I'd probably say joint second. I couldn't. I couldn't pick up and do them. I uh, I don't want to play this game. Um, <laughs> so you'll never know what my uh, my order you'll is. You'll never know. Um, but AM is definitely safe in whatever composition this is. Um, now we've all we've alluded to this, but the B sides to some of these singles are some of the best B sides Ultimate Monkeys have ever released. Yeah, that's um, true. That's true. I don't know what song was released first, and I'm not going to Google it. But brick by brick, don't sit down. Brick by brick wasn't a single. No, I know, but it was released as a teaser. Yeah, oh, don't um, sit down. Okay, now that has the B sides: the Bondo Sonic Shimmer Trap and IDST. Now IDST, I can go without. Whatever, who has the Blondo Sonic? Oh my god. Fantastic song. What a <laughs> so cream good. pie. Knee slapper. <laughs> that is a ve- it's a very humbug song. <laughs> that, I can't believe you said cream pie. That's disgusting. Uh, I can't. Yeah, that is a very humbug song. Very humbug. Um, but beautiful. Yeah. It's so good. It is. The lyrics to that are some of the best lyrics you've ever written. It's, a, it's actually very humbug B-side. Yeah, it is. It fits among like uh, also, joint dots and stuff very well. It also fits very well with this. Yes, it does. Um, what's the next single that was released in? It was a Hellcat Spangled Shalala. Shalala, which features the B-side "Little Illusion Machine." Brackets. Banger. Wirral Riddler. Easy for me to say. So it's Miles Kane and the Death Ramps. The Death Ramps being Arts uh but just sometimes they want to be called the Death Ramps. Sometimes. Um, Again, as Kyle said, absolute fucking banger. Um, I mean, there's not a lot more to say on that other than it's just phenomenal. Our high school band, Calm Included, I think this is the first song I remember playing. Yes, we did play this, didn't we? I remember you teaching me the... the, That sounds like something I'd do. It was that and then Do Me A Favour around the same time. They were the first few songs. Yeah, and I think Do Me A Favour is what got me kicked out. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you can't blame yourself there, Cal. If I'm yeah, honest, yeah, I know it's very easy, isn't it? <laughs> you just gotta learn the songs, man. It's not easy. It's not difficult. Um, next song being next single was "Suck It and See." Suck It and See. You never know. Um, Evil Twin is the B side, and again, what a fantastic song! Oh my god, Thanos. I've never uh, cared. For arguably, one of my favorite B sides. Yeah, I would also say that, Cal. I've never cared for it. Well, well, I haven't wrong. listened to it in many years because I didn't care for it at the time. Um, so I, I'm I distinctly remember the video of them pl- touring with the Black Keys live, and it's them playing Evil Twin, then Are You Mine? I don't know if you remember that, Carl. Oh, wow. Seen that. Um, wow. But yeah. I'm it's... seeing the Black Keys and Arthur Monkeys together. Imagine that. Scenes. Absolute scenes. Um, it's incredible. Uh, Liam's wrong. Yeah. Move on. Well, this is the one that I saw live. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> Lucky bugger. I know. 
He introduced it by saying it's a banger, and he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Al is he very, very wrong. Mr. Turner. Liam, what's the next single that was released? That's it. No. Oh, sorry, Black Duke, but it was after Are You Mine. That's why I was confused. Oh, wow. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, was it? Weird. Yeah, apparently so. Okay. Uh, well. Oh, no, actually. It shows us after on Spotify, but if you look at the date, it's not after. So Okay, well, the next single for Suck It and See is Black Trickle. And this is, again, the Death Ramps, because I don't know if he's, for some reason, wanted to go with that moniker. Uh, so it's the Death Ramps featuring Richard Hawley, who Al Turner loves. Uh, and so do I. Is, so does me Nan. So does so Carl's Nan. Carl's Nan loves Richard Hawley. <laughs> the song is You and I. And I think this is a very underrated B-side if I have to be mm. so vocal about these things, which I do with a podcast. It's underrated. Yeah, I agree. Do you, what, How do you compare it? This isn't from Suck It and See, but from the other B-side that Richard Hawley sings, Bad Woman. This is ten times better than Bad Woman. I, I yeah. always hit Bad Woman. I do not Where's like Bad, Bad Woman from? at all. Where? Did, where? Oh, Bad... that's Teddy Picker. That's Teddy Picker, yeah. I, don't, I honestly don't like Bad Woman. Yeah, I don't either. At all. I, I never want to listen to it. I only listen to Nettles from that. Yeah. And Favourite Worst Nightmare has my favourite run of B-sides, but honestly, Bad Woman, no. No, thank you. This, on the other hand, is fantastic. The The fact that when it slows down and it's a bit more, like, drudgy, um, Ooh, which nice. you get the same kind of humbug feel when it does that and it picks back up at the end and it has like the solo and everything and Richard Hawley just sounds cool as fuck in this song that bit I don't I don't you know when people try and smoke to be cool but when he inhales that yeah. cigarette and he goes fuck it it's so good yeah for this it song is it is the perfect thing to do um those have been the B-sides of Sucking and See, which, for me personally, after Favourite's Nightmare, are probably the best set of B-sides Ultimate's have released. Um, How could you be so brave? Yeah, after so AM, true. really. I mean, I wouldn't even count AM. Like, they didn't, they stopped really doing B-sides, didn't they? Like, yeah, they had it anyways like, on Tranquility Base. Stop the World. No, AM, they had, they had, like, 2013 and Stop the World. Stop the world. I mean, good B-sides, hell. Stop the um, World's a great song. Yeah, no. Stop, Stop the, the world. World's a great song. Yeah, the 2013 is shit. 2013 um, is dog shit. That is true. That is a fact, actually. That's yeah. actually a fact of life. Um, but yeah, that um, that's all the B-sides, to be honest. Uh, I haven't got any more questions, but... I have one. Cal does. Yes. If you could remove a song and replace it with one of the B-sides... Oh, what would you do? I would you do it? Is easy. I wouldn't do that. So I um, think remove is easy as well. I'd yeah, I'd remove. I wouldn't replace. I'd probably remove Power Driver because we've already got a version of that. Yeah, I, exactly the same. What? Yeah. And I think the, I think the submarine one's better. <laughs> I think you're both idiots. Um, <laughs> I would remove um, brick by brick. That song is ah, that is also so very nice. boring. I replace it with Bonders Song Symmetrap because that song is fantastic. Yeah, Power Driver Waltz. Okay. I, I agree, the Submarine version's better, but I that doesn't mean that the the band version's bad in any way. It's still a very good version of that song. I would definitely get rid of Brick by Brick. I would actually get rid of Brick by Brick and not replace it because <laughs> that song does nothing for me. 
whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a bit of charm. It's also really, it's also really weird that they keep like that's one of the ones off this album that they still play. sometimes play live. Yeah. Mm, like, why have they dropped yeah. things like the Hellcat and Black Treacle before that? Don't know. That's what's them, mate. Strange. <laughs> the well, bridge and the Hellcat if... is so very good. Yeah. Um, but that's more or less been our classic album spotlight review, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. It's just classic in my books. Um, and I, I hope it's a classic. I hope you enjoyed it. Because we enjoyed revisiting it, didn't we, boys? We yeah. bloody well did. Thank you, boys. Um, if you also enjoyed it, then tell us as a collective. Because we're going to post it on Instagram, which is the same as Facebook, from the office. at Falls on a Hill podcast. Twitter is at Falls on a Hill pod. You can like, subscribe, ding a bell to your heart's content on Facebook, but you've got to be on our page, and that's Falls on a Hill. Um, So we'll post about the fact that we recorded this. We'll post about the fact that I've been absolutely steaming throughout both recordings of this podcast and number 28. Um, And tell us your thoughts on Suck It and See. Um, If you've never listened to this, I'd be very amazed. You should really listen to it. Um, and I'd be intrigued. If this is your first time... Oh, if you listen to this podcast first, which is never going to happen, and then you listen to the album, then please tell us your first thoughts. If it's yep. not your first time listening to the album, but your first time listening to the podcast, then tell us your thoughts. Either way, what I'm trying to say is, tell us your thoughts. We're intrigued. We want the interactions. Liam is very lonely. <laughs> um, so lonely. I constantly have to caress his back. And frankly... I've got a bit of a numb arm from doing that. Um, so I hope you've enjoyed all of our voices. There's three of us, by the way. I've been Yanni. You've been talking too much. Okay. I'm Liam, and I'm Liam. Thanks, Liam. Uh, and I'm Cal. <laughs> and do you know what? I'm going, and you should too. Yeah, we're all going to go. Enjoy yourselves. Suck and see. You never... No. no. Bye, everyone. I've had enough of you. Bye, Annie. <laughs> bye bye. Hello. Oh, shut up, Liam. I wasn't really, mate. I haven't pulled my drink yet. Go on, Callum. Sorry, go. On. No, I'm joking. Go on. Um. Hang on, I've not got the intro. I'm so bothered. No, say pound off. Not sweet, da. Yeah, it's a to the Fools on a Hill podcast. Croissant, Fools on a Hill podcast. <laughs>